What's up, YouTube? We're live. This is the AM podcast, number one podcast in the world for anime and manga. Even if we not, we speak in that bitch into existence. There we go. Now I can see. Hey, look, there's Matt. So let's start here. We will get to the One Piece chapter, and we also oh. will get to our first round. This is a really good episode. We have three main things. We're going to get to the One Piece chapter. We're going to get to our first round of our anime bracket. Um, and then we are uh, going to start with a one of Matt's favorite words is topical. Demon Slayer. <laughs> no. Um, although it is topical. That movie's pretty good. Did you watch it? Yeah, I, I saw it last night. There you go. I uh, <laughs> definitely love the idea that before we get into anything, I'll just like do my quick like Demon Slayer. Like, go for it. Get go the fans watch it. One. Uh, yeah, just go see the movie. I love the fact that like if you haven't seen any Demon Slayer before and you go see this movie, you have no fucking idea what's going on. And it's great. And you said it was canon, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a literal arc. Like, I'm like, kind of sad about what they, you actually spoiled the ending to this movie for me and you didn't mean to do it. How did I do it? You sent me this meme and like, uh, uh, man, I don't have it ready to go, so I can't like throw it up for the live stream. But you sent me this meme of Ace uh, on a donut, and it was a bunch of anime characters like frosted on donuts or something to signify that they got killed with like a hole <laughs> through them. Oh, <laughs> and yes, I did send that meme. You sent that to me, and I was like, this is really funny. And I had no context on. I had just finished the show and I was like, wait, why is this one Demon Slayer character on here? And uh, yeah. yeah, my bad, my bad. I know it's fine. Bro. I just I, I that was an unintentional spoiler. Oh, yeah, I know. I my favorite thing was like, I think I responded. I was like, bro, I think you just spoiled some of Demon Slayer for me. And you went, what do you mean? I've never seen that show. <laughs> I don't know. Seen, I don't know shit Demon about Slayer, that show. <laughs> I'm not an intentional spoiler. That's, that's no, yeah. I, I, I stick my foot in the or stick my uh, flag in the ground. So, <laughs> I, I I plant my. Thing. Let's let's start topical. So there's a very topical and popular show currently on Prime Video. Um. Oh shit! We're doing Invincible. We're okay. starting off with Invincible. So originally, and I know I said this last week, um, Tony and Will wanted to come. Uh, but they ended up having other stuff they had to do. We will mm -hmm. give a second invincible recap on Real Big Three. So that'll be the nigga recap. So <laughs> for this recap. Okay. How do I phrase this? I was very upset with you for about a strong 40 minutes. Now I'll say 35 minutes. For the because, first episode? Yes, because the first episode. So now... <laughs> Matt has a high percentage of shows that he's shown me and that I've ended up liking. Yeah. Now, some shows I just won't give a chance because some shows I'm just, like I said, Black Clover. I'm not, I, I watched the first episode. Don't watch Black Clover. <laughs> and it was like, I, I get why you said, yo, watch it. You'll just see Naruto. In the, you, I think no, no, no. the exact no, that text was, was, that was. That was Jake that told you to watch Black Clover. No, you amazing. said with Black Clover, it wasn't an endorsement. You just said, if you watch about two episodes, you'll realize what you're watching and there's not one to watch anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, that's, yeah, it's a roaring endorsement. Yeah. 10 out of so, 10. <laughs> Guaranteed you should definitely watch at least an episode so you know how to shit talk it. Yes. Um, 
And I think it was literally just like the fucking the the demon spell book was like, and it was inside. Yeah, episode yeah. one was just a lot, and oh, I yeah. was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> but so then he says, "Yo, watching." Or I, uh, Tony had brought up to me last week as we were recording. Tony had said, "Yo, are you and Matt doing Invincible um, on AM? And I was like, "Yeah, next week." Knowing I was full of shit. Cause then I had to ask Matt. I was like, what the hey, fuck yo, dog, is you watch Invincible? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? Wait, why does Tony know about this? And I don't. <laughs> and I was really confused. And Matt was like, yeah, it's a really good show. Like you should watch it. It's on prime video. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck's it about? And you're just like, it's a, uh, I don't remember the exact description you gave it last week. Um, but I don't remember the description you gave it on the spot, but you're like, yeah, really good show. Go watch it. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. So I didn't get to watch it that night. Um, but I, the next day I was like, okay, yeah, why not? I got some, I got a little bit of spare time, throw it on the TV. Um, and I'm watching this show and the first 35 minutes of episode one sucks. And I'm sitting there thinking to my, and it sucks because it's just this, it's just this janky ass Superman show. It's just a show, dude. And I'm like, just a show. And I was, I was trying to think in my head, I was like, Am I supposed to get like a? It gave me kind of like a a bad episode of Static Shock vibes, and so I was like, okay, is this what we're is this what we're doing? Like Static yeah. Shock? I just oh, but it was like the bad episode of Static Shock because Static Shock has yeah. some really dope moments. Well, I'd say it's a very cliche opening. It's it's a super cliche it's opening. Very cliche. I'm like, yeah. Then, and even like the whole, they tried to emphasize really early on. Which, by the way, they just dropped the fucking... I, well, there's more seasons supposed to come out, yeah? We're not just ending on that? No, no, there's, uh, there's more a seasons. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It got signed... It got what, picked up for, like, two more seasons. Okay, cool. Like, I don't know. Because Homie and his son, they showed you for about two episodes and then just dropped them. Like, Homie just... Homie got cool with his son and they were like, all right, we're good with that storyline. Move on. I, I, I'm curious how what what was your reaction to the end of episode one we're gonna get here okay we're getting that okay we're getting here <laughs> gotta paint the picture for everybody to see the totality invisible so yeah so they talk about during the episode one is they give you a theme of like i we're not gonna do the regular superhero bullshit and now for anybody listening the regular superhero bullshit is like somebody attacks the planet or the city or whatever the bad guy and the bad guy relatively does zero damage they even if they got a gun a laser whatever it's just relatively like very little sometimes you get a building knocked off but you don't see death you don't see like the hero always saves people yeah so homies come out little the the, not little but blue motherfuckers come out and they got real guns and like real bullets and homie gets shot in the eye and like real blood and i was like Okay, you kind of intrigued me. Then, yeah. of course, as soon as you get that, then the fucking um, um, what well, I'm a freaking freaking the Guardians of the Globe pull up, and yeah, the the Justice they, League rolls up. Yeah, and they beat up the bad guys, <laughs> and it's very minimal damage because they're they're good at it, um, yeah. which matters more when you get to the end. It's like, oh yeah, no, these guys are actually good about minimizing damage compared to yeah. everybody else who sucks at it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, here we go. This is the I was like, ah, they got me with the eye, and then they just took it away from me. And then 
you get Omni Man, and they and she introduced to him, and it's like, okay, this is just Superman. Oh, but Superman's got a kid, it's but he's Superman got a powerless with a mustache. Yeah, that's all he is. Yeah, but he's got a powerless kid because he's got he has a human wife, and yeah, this kid will get powers one day, and maybe he's like, ah, well, fuck my kids. You know, why doesn't he have powers already? They're supposed to have it by this point. So he's thinking, fuck my son's a failure. We all been there. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't explicitly call him a failure. He pretty much calls him a failure. He says, dog, everybody. It's like, it'd be like telling your child, if you have a child, it'd be like telling him, like, you know, most people stop pissing their pants by the age of five. Why are you still doing it? And you're in middle school. <laughs> and so it's like, yo, dog, why don't you got your powers? Most people get it before they turn like this age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's like Omni-Man is the most condescending human being. Well, not a human being. Not a human being. Condescending uh, thing in that show. Yes. And so and then they give you and I was happy, though, because they only give you about like five to ten minutes of homie like being powerless. And I was like, all right, cool. At least that's not going to yeah. be like, some prolonged story. We don't have to go through all of like four seasons for us to know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And so Homer gets his power, chucks the trash bag. Then he starts to fly and his dad's like, oh, shit, you got your powers. Let's go train. And you're like, okay, cool. All right, he's like, dad. He's like, you're going to do like a very key line. And I don't want to say it right now, but as we get into this explanation, very key line is like, well, if you want to do what I do, which is a huge thing is homie never says hero at any point. No. And she's like, but if you want to do what I do, you got to learn how to control your powers. And so obviously the context is like, all right, homie's a superhero. Cool. You're going to train his son. And that's when I got mad. Cause I was like, this is going to be some jank fucking like passing of the torch. Superman bad. I'm like, I did too. (laughs) <laughs> I literally in my head I was like, what does I I was mad because like what does Matt think about me? Like what does he think like my and I'm not a critic. We come on here and we do technically critique yeah. certain things and I'm like, but I'm not a critic. I enjoy mo even the shit we talk shit about. I'm like, I enjoyed the episode. Even if the episode wasn't great or the chapter wasn't great, like I enjoyed it. Oh yeah. And I was like, what the fuck does he think? Like he thinks this little like I had a full blown like 60 word text message sent to Matt calling him all kinds of bitches. Yeah, I was bro, pissed. I gave you Jiraiya. I was I was pissed. I gave dog. you Jiraiya. I gave you Koro Sensei. I was I know, and that's why I'm like, this is what the fuck is this? I was like, what the fuck is this? And then you get to the end of the episode, which is the or pre pre end of the episode, and it's, they showed the Guardians of the Globe, and they're doing their own little individual things. You get discount Batman, fucking you get discount of every superhero essentially, right? And they're like, oh shit, the fucking bat symbol or, or, or yeah. justice symbol shined off. Everybody oh, meet yeah. up. Yeah, everyone's everyone's going to do justice. So they meet up. Yeah, they gotta go guard the globe. <laughs> Fuck you. They meet up, and it's like they they do, and I don't know. It's a really cool trick. I don't know who thought of it. But it's a really neat trick to like throw ending credits on every episode, like ten minutes before the episode's actually over. Yeah, thanks, so anime. Get, <laughs> yeah, like you get that whole like, oh shit, what's coming? Like, because when the ending credits hit at that point, I was I was ready to throw a TV through my remote. I was gonna drive over to where I won't say it uh, live, but I was gonna drive over to where Matt lives, and I was just gonna hit Matt with a stick, like repeatedly. Hey man, <laughs> you know. And then the end of episode <laughs> one pulls up. <laughs> and dog just goes 
the flash i'm just gonna just a red rush i'm sorry yeah red he's rush Russian. he's russian moves homie out of the way and you just see omni man with a fist just going boom and it's like what what's what's going on like this happens it's really out of nowhere and really fast like and then they just it just starts getting into a fight and it's like okay i guess omni man's fighting it and they say as the fight starts they're like oh fuck someone must be controlling him and i got mad again because i was like if you give me some jank fucking i'm like there were so many reasons to hate this entire series just off the first 30 minutes of episode one yeah oh yeah dude like they really test your like this was not a show you could sell someone on like when they say like write a really strong intro paragraph you would people aren't what people read the intro and leave yeah like it's like dog i got through 10 minutes of this and said fuck this well technically your first episode is your intro so technically the thesis nah, but you gotta start off you gotta thesis, start off nah this man is a ri- this is a risky it's all in the thesis my guy <laughs> homie this is a and, and i appreciate it but this is a really risky way to run your episode one to me but it's super bland it's it, no spe- it's amazing but it's risky it's, as fuck because to hold someone's attention yeah. on really less than stellar 30 minutes and just have a fucking bang at the end is like, fam, what did I just? But anyway, the episode gets real intense as soon as Russia essentially can get everybody out of the way because no one's trying to get hit by Omni-Man. And you're thinking it's like, OK, well, it's a fucking superhero show. Like, even R-rated superhero shows, it's like you get hit really hard. And, like, I've seen, you know, like, blood or um, people get uh, costumes or clothes getting torn is a real common thing if they're like, oh, extreme violence. And it's like, all right. And then he grabs Red Rush. (laughs) And homie starts punching. And he's punching real fast. And you see Omni-Man's clothes going away. And you see Omni-Man's getting fucked up, too. He's getting fucked up by it. And you see Omni Man just like grabbing this dude's head, and you're like, okay, and he lets go, and he lets go, and he, and then he just squishes his entire head, and you're like, oh, we're here. How did we get here? I just, I just watched Homie's kid crash into the concrete five minutes ago. This is where we're at. <laughs> and then it was so fast and so brutal. They answered every Superman is a terribly he's a terribly boring character because but if he was a villain, holy oh. shit. <laughs> I'm waiting for uh no continue, Justin. Someone had a fucked up joke. There's um they put up the timeline of like invincible popping off on the internet and like a black Superman being announced. They was like, yo, niggas got evil Superman once, now this nigga's black. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, notice how it's only the white Superman that tend to go bad. Hmm. It's a hot um, take. Hot take. <laughs> it, it, homie starts. They answered every question of Superman versus this character. Superman, Superman versus Batman. Bow on the no, floor. Yeah, no. Done. Exploded. Done in a heartbeat. <laughs> Anyone that's even. I used to like sidebar. I used to like die laughing when people were like well batman could beat the shit out of superman and i'm like what 
It's, what? it's tough, man. It's tough. This guy like, can like fly th- into the sun and come back in a day, <laughs> like less than a day. What? Eat a dick. Uh, Eat a dick, you fanboys. They answered every like. No one asked for Superman versus Hot Girl, but we got the answer. And Snap nobody asked. Just- nobody asked for uh, Su- Superman versus Aquaman either. <laughs> I, I I saw that happen. And I went, that that fish shot water at him. And I was like, oh, man, you need to swim away. <laughs> you need to g- swim away. Uh, Dude, it, the entire, you want, you want Superman versus Thor? We'll give you Superman versus Thor. Nigga, take your whole head off. He didn't just punch him or break him like everybody else. Homie took his entire head off. Oh, again, like fucking uh, sliced immortal? his shit. Yeah. Immortal? Yeah. I'm, that's, that's who I'm comparing to Thor. That's my Thor I, I figured he was like, yeah, he. I guess that's Thor. I figured that was like supposed to be the Superman equivalent, and like Omni Man's supposed to be above Immortal. I don't. He's know. Immortal's the only one that like. Um, I'm gonna jump around now. I'm just I just had to get that episode one. Side, I uh, think that's a good like because my favorite. So the fact that Omni Man kills. So I. Went into the show knowing that uh, the guy that did Walking Dead or, oh, no, yeah, he wrote and is showrunner, not showrunner. He just wrote Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Kirkman was like the creator of this and or one of the creators of this. And I and I was like, oh, OK, I'm going to watch it. And just like you, for the first 30 minutes, I forgot that Robert Kirkman uh writer of probably one of the most gory comic books one of the most i won't say the most but like mm-hmm. it's up there is like it's a it's a comic about zombies yeah and people killing zombies and getting eaten and murdered and yeah and i thought this guy went soft <laughs> and i forgot that he did this show because that first 30 minutes i'm like okay okay and then the ending happens. And then I went, oh, yeah, that's right. The guy that did Walking Dead did this show. Oh, yeah, right down to the head squish, man. It's so. <laughs> and it also shows you puts a really good sense on. Um, and I think it'd be a lot more relevant in season two as Invincible tries to get stronger. Yeah. What it took to just put Omni-Man unconscious, which was getting punched for about 30 seconds at light speed. That'll do. An immortal swinging at your head several times. Cthulhu later on almost kills him. Yeah. Cthulhu. Well, I'm just talking about episode one because episode one's really the only time he passes out or has like significant injuries. Um, the he's injured for most of episode two, but because of episode one, yeah, he gets suffocated for about ten to fifteen seconds before he just rips homie's heart out. That's a brutal one too. He's like, I'm gonna suffocate him. Nah, dog, give me your heart. Fuck you, bitch. Like it was such a oh my gosh, the ass whooping was legendary. Like, that is a <laughs> legendary ass whooping. Like, I just and then I text Tony and I text Tony and Matt the same shit. And I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? And both within 30 seconds of each other. Now, mind you, these niggas live on opposite side of the United States. Yep. Niggas just like, bro, you ain't seen shit yet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, damn, what the fuck? I just saw this nigga kill every fucking super. And then most cold-blooded shit ever. 
you kill a nigga and give a speech at his funeral. Yeah. Fire. Fire. Omni Man was chef's, like, chef's Omni kiss. Man was, <laughs> he's like, damn, man, we really lost some real ones out here. Like, this is just tragic. Whoever, a, we will bring you to justice as he winks at the camera. He's like, try me, nigga. Um, so, yeah. Well, my favorite, I think my favorite thing with that show was like, because there's a good amount of the show where you're like, oh, man, maybe he is being controlled. Yeah. Who's controlling Omni-Man? But realistically, that kind of like went away for me in like the second episode when this fool gets like, I think it's like the second or third episode and he gets zapped. I think it's the second and he gets zapped to another universe. It's the alien universe. Yeah. The aliens and are he cold. gets zapped to that universe or, or the, that planet. And they're like, oh, Omni-Man's gone. He went through the portal. Oh, he'll be back in like, like later today. You know, he'll be back. But like cut to what he's doing. And he just caused, he causes like, like a, a mass extinction by dropping a mountain from outer space. <laughs> Yeah, and you're you're like, oh no, this guy's just straight fucking bad. Like, the, yeah, no, no, he's, no redeem, no redeeming qualities at all. Just straight well, fucking bad. Well, what's interesting, and I and I'll and I'll say this is they do a really good job of that first couple episodes of who's going behind who's back and who's doing the shady shit because technically the robots doing shady shit. Yeah, and it's like, oh, what the fuck's you doing? You don't really trust um, the C- the fucking FBI guy. Yeah, Cecil, right? You don't yeah. trust Cecil. Yeah, you don't. You don't even trust Cecil, he, even though like Cecil's like probably the most genuine. He's the most realistic character. He's just like, well, I mean, we gotta like do, do this something. shit because we gotta send all the superheroes after him because otherwise we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and- your son. Your son, he has to be a good person. Otherwise, uh, we're done. (laughs) He, so it's like, yes, you don't trust Cecil. The robot's doing shady shit. You don't really trust Omni-Man all the way. And then they have the fucking, the the devil who was the only good guy, maybe, in that old show. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's his name? Like, Demon Breath or something? Something like that. I I forget his name. Who they do a full on fucking exorcism for? That was like ri- some of the moments in this show. You're just like, what did I just watch? Like, yeah, I just- man, I I'm down. I I was like, it's just weird enough, and like the gore is like on point. I'm like, okay, yeah, like yeah, like you you would expect um Mark to be like a good person. But he's like every other guy that gets a girlfriend or gets like an attractive girlfriend. Like he becomes kind of a cocky asshole and he's a superhero. So that gets added to it. So he like, it's definitely not like, oh, Mark's a good person. No, Mark's a, you know, 17 year old kid like, you no, know, exactly or 16 year old kid. Like he's, you know, I don't know many good 16 year old kids, but he's. <laughs> And he's the Sorry, they do morally really, morally acceptable. Yeah, they do a really good job of like episodes two through four of trying to still like Omni Man is. Um, they give him some redemption because like all right, he's trying to train his kid, and his kid's trying to be a superhero, 
and then you get that first mission that he really does like solo completely against his dad's wishes, which is helping homie in the hood uh, kill machine fate or machine head or take down machine heads. I thought like the first one was uh, they go to Mars. Mars is no Mars is afterwards. Mars is after Mars is afterwards because the machine head, I believe is episode four, episode four or five. Um, And he helps homie out and then they turn homie who they give you all these sympathetic things like, Oh, look, it's his daughter. Oh, look, he's forced to work for this guy. Oh, look at all this. And then he turns out to be his own crime Lord. And it's like, Oh yeah. Maybe Omni man is good. He's like, he's the, the feeling I got at least is like, okay, maybe he's not totally a piece of shit, but he does come from another show. Yeah. It's like, but he comes from another planet the wife continuously brings brings up two or three different times. It's like, you didn't know how to act before you got here. You only knew how to be super strong, fast, blah, blah. Like, you knew how to be a superhuman. You knew how, to, you be know how God, to be a god. Yeah, but you know how to be a person. So I was like, okay, maybe that's the direction they're taking me. Like, homie is still, even with a kid and a wife 17 years down here, like, he does not know how to be a human being, which is why he comes off uh, condescending and sensitive, kills the Justice League, like, Maybe there is something here. And, and especially, like you said, this is the first one. He's like, no, Mark, you can't because you don't know who you're helping, blah, blah. And then dude's crime lord's like, hmm, maybe this is this is where we're going. Then. Then. <laughs> Are we jumping to the end? You essentially have to because, like, yeah, the show is the season one was really good, but there's not. Like, that's just the overall theme, because episodes two through six, the entire underlying theme is trying to figure out who killed the Guardians, and it's just this murder mystery with Superman. I would say, like, for me, before you get into, like, the ending of this, I I love how, for me, this is, like, what you want in a season one of a show. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you have, like, your overarching story, which is, like, is Omni-Man bad? Is he good and being controlled? Why did the Guardians get killed? Why Why would he do that? Like, that's the question the entire show. Mm-hmm. But it sets up all these other storylines that they remind you about at the end of the, in the last episode, which is great. Like, all yes. these little, like, loose threads that are just, like, dangling out there. And I'm like, yes, that's 100% how you do a season one. Yes, no, absolutely. You don't you don't like shoot your load and then like have to chill like you know yeah, no, they, <laughs> you don't don't shoot your load and then chill for a year and then put out more stuff. No, no, no. They make set, them come back. <laughs> they set up Dude, a lot yeah. really well. Like with really the question that pertains to Omni Man is like you've almost have to give time because if homie did a 360 and came back to Earth everybody did yeah and so the fact yeah. that season two omni man really doesn't have if, it, if they do another eight episodes i don't know if that's for sure if that if they're doing eight each time i heard it was going to be more let me double check that you keep going but yeah if let's just say hypothetically we'll stick with number eight if they do eight again you don't have to bring omni man back in until episode seven or eight because you have all these other things that invincible can do and get better at being a hero get stronger learn more powers because right now like 
as the final episode showed us, like if he fought Omni Man now, it's like I always joke um, with Naruto. It's like, yeah, if Obito literally just like came back to the village instead of planning this long term plan, he could have literally had Naruto immediately. Because yeah. beginning yeah, of Naruto, dude. Kakashi wasn't stopping him. The third wasn't stopping him. Like he would have just taken Naruto and ran. So, but he had to have this whole grand scheme thing, and it's like, yeah, if he had just been like Madara in the war, where he's like, okay, I'm gonna go like handle shit, uh, it would be fine. Technically, at that time, and I want a Naruto breakdown here, um, Mm -hmm. because technically, once they tried to bait that. The only reason Nobuto couldn't is because Jiraiya was there and Jiraiya could stop him. But Jiraiya is dealing with Orochimaru, who at that time is enough of a problem. Like, Jiraiya can't handle both. So it's like, Orochimaru is being crazy. Jiraiya goes to be crazy with him. So Obito, like, literally just walked back to the village. Like, the fourth is dead, dog. Like, he hit you. I get it. It hurt. But homie's dead now. Yeah. So go back, steal his kid, tell the third to go fuck himself, and he's bad at his job, and leave. <laughs> so... Episode seven hits, and now they're just throwing everything at Omni Man. Everyone knows, except Invincible, Omni Man, bad guy, killed the Guardians of the Globe. Throw everything. Throw the kaiju at him, throw villains, throw whatever you can at home. And then they even arrive, uh, the blue dudes even revive the immortal, and the immortal goes after Omni Man again. Um, which the robot storyline is like really hilarious and wild at the same time. Cause homie just got completely cleared from that for breaking people out of high, high, high federal prison. It's fine. It's fine. Making an illegal body to date. What would be by law, a 12 year old. Yeah, but she's 25. The, so he's just gonna, he's just gonna, t- anyway, how old's robot you know how old is what if robot? he fixes her his first words were i'm gonna get you out of your prison so what if she goes back to 24 homie still looks 12 yeah but he's a robot i figure he could figure out a way to make himself older too like it's fine on that note um <laughs> so invincible and omni man are fighting the kaiju at the end of episode seven uh the immortal comes in starts fighting omni man and this is why I called Omni-Man Thor, or not, I'm sorry, uh, I called Immortal Thor, is because I do think in a one-on-one fight, yes, Thor could hurt Superman. I don't think he wins, but he would be the closest you'd get to like, yeah, if he's punched Superman, Superman's going to feel that. Oh, and yeah. the Immortal clearly, when he punched Omni-Man, like that was more of an impact than anybody else. Like he could fight him one-on-one for a period of time. And then he just got split in half. And it was like, if cutting homie's head off in episode one wasn't enough, he punches homie straight through and just separates up. And he just spills, and his large intestine just spills on the ground. And you're like, dog, did you really have to kill my man twice like that? My favorite thing is that Immortal's probably still alive. Oh, absolutely. You just got (laughs) to stitch him back together. Yeah, you got to just, like, sew him up. (laughs) They showed him in in episode eight. They're like, which also was a huge shot at... Homie said, you can't see these lights because you all drink tap water. That's really funny. <laughs> I was like, that was damn. very funny. I was like, damn, that's a shot. Um, then Omni-Man explain, tries to explain to Invincible 
uh, to, 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 I'm going all over the place here, but the show is like, it's, it's, it, you have to watch it. to like really, it, it's yeah. I said this with Attack on Titan. It's a feel show. See, all you got to do is kill a lot of people. Then you get a feels. Um, I wouldn't even say this show's a, well, it's kind of a feel show. More not like, like it's sad, but it's a, a feeling like you get, you feel those moments. <laughs> like we've talked about One Piece. When you, when you try to break down a fight scene, it's like, you can only say so much about it, but you feel that fight. Think, Mark. Think. That's oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> these these things are nothing. <laughs> he they flash back in episode two or three, and they flash back to Invincible and Omni Man when uh, when Invincible's a kid, and Omni Man's telling you, "Hey, this planet we come from, great people. Um, we're really nice. We're really advanced. We're super strong. Like we're just like we are otherworldly." And so what we do is we send people out and we help promote other civilizations. And it's like, he's telling us to his little eight-year-old kid and he's like, oh, cool. I want to be just like my dad. Then homie gives you the real story. And it's like, yo, dog, we advanced. We real strong. But we had to kill a lot of motherfuckers to get here, including ourselves. We was just, if you was born during this time frame, dog, this bitch was civil war on crack. Like, Every, if you was under this power level, like you under nine thousand dog, you getting killed. You getting split in half. Yeah. You getting like you getting fucked up. We took our own pocket. We, we it was a million of us. There's about like two hundred strong now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had to shell out the week, man. <laughs> I was like, damn. And so that's how they that's how they ran shit. It's also like, like that makes Omni Man like oh, absurdly the strong. best of the best, you know. <laughs> In that group, yeah. In that group, yeah. And so it's like, then he tells them, um, after this is how we actually do shit, which is we come here, we help y'all. It's cute, you know, save your planet a couple times, you know, do some cute shit, you know, block an asteroid or something. But then y'all work for us. Now y'all part of our empire. And he's like, dog, the pet line with the mom was rough. That one hurt. She was just like, I, I, see I do like care a- about your mom. But she's like a pet. And I'm like, damn. I went, like, oh, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> damn. I guess was... you're a bad guy, huh? <laughs> In case you weren't sure before, this guy is just a fucking bad guy. <laughs> and then they gave him even the most fucking most. The, the Superman shit is like really funny because it's basically what power does he not have? And Homie was like, what's a power Superman maybe doesn't have? How does Superman age? Homie's like, yeah, we age, but we get real slow when we age. So we actually, the older we get, the longer we live. I'm like, fam, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. Well, it's one because- of those, they, yeah, so they, they live for thousands of years because they, they're, they age slower the older they get, I think. Yeah. And so like they, they stop aging around like 20 something. <laughs> They're just in peak prime physical forever. Yeah. Like, it's like, hold <laughs> Yeah, like, Superman in his prime forever. Yeah, it's like, I needed the one thing we haven't already said about Superman. It's like, oh, yeah, he'll just age slow. Like, oh, great. Um, and then they start they start going at it because now Mark's upset or Invincible's upset because he's like, what the fuck? Um, you know, like, which, I'm a human fuck you and his dad's like i mean you're kind of a human like our dna is crazy dog like you're really like 99 percent like us but i guess yeah you have some human in you yeah 
<laughs> it's like that 21 and me thing where yeah. like people were like, well, I have, I have, I'm 0.05% African. Yeah. It's like, Mark, you're like 0.01% human. Like, yeah. And our can... DNA is really trying to beat that out of you. So just, you know, give it another year or so. Um, but yeah. So then they go at it and you're like, and Mark gets angry, right? And we have a couple of flashes of Mark getting angry earlier in the series, and you're like, oh, shit, they about to really yeah, fight. Yeah, he's about to go ham. And you, Mark gets angry, and you think Mark is going to do something, and then Mark doesn't do anything because Omni Man is just that much stronger than him. What can Mark do? Nothing. <laughs> Mark can't do. And, and you get, this is the beginning of episode eight. Then you get... Omni-Man just hit the fuck it button. He's like, I'm going to beat some sense into you or kill everybody until I can. Yeah. Homie just does like re- episode. They were like, there's gore and violence and people dying all throughout the show. And then homie hit the, uh, what's my favorite episode? I think it's like episode three of attack on Titan where everybody dies. It's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> and Omni-Man hits that button and he squishes the pilot's head like right in front of him. He's like, why would you save this thing? <laughs> <laughs> this thing is nothing. <laughs> he, he throws Mark from wherever the hell they were all the way to Chicago. I don't know why the fuck they chose Chicago, but homie just chucked him and he landed in Chicago. A fucking building is falling and this is one of those, like, ah, the superhero's going to save him. Mark's holding up the building. It's like, it's a mom and her daughter, and he's going to do it. Nope. Fuck Absolutely no. not. Building falls. Child's dead. He's holding the mom's arm. And he's just like, man, Mark's the overarching theme of season one is Mark learns, I am not a good hero. I have learned how to save no one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm strong <laughs> as fuck, but I have learned how to save no one. Um. <laughs> man i had a fucked up joke i'm gonna keep it to myself um and so mark learned how to save no one building crashes the, uh everyone's dead and then he's like what the fuck omni man still trying to convince him like bro you don't got to do this like you could just come back to the planet with me like we could just enslave these people and we, we'd be cool it's fine you know it's good mark says no so many man does this is just this is really was a this is like talking back to your parents on a thousand. <laughs> and this is a, a for all my great expectation listeners. This is a this is a raised by hand to a T. <laughs> Homie throat pushes him through the ground into the subway tracks. Grabs him and one of the most fucked up scenes and I thought I've seen I've seen a lot of fucked up scenes. But this one was like, wow, like this is creative, like the way they did this. Homie put Mark's head because both of their bodies are like crazy built. I've never seen anything like that, by the way. It's a trip. It's like, yeah, both their bodies are crazy strong. So really, they're the only two that can hurt each other. They're They're invincible. It's yeah. (laughs) And so homie shoves Mark into the oncoming train. And just everybody on that train dies. And you just see in this first person view from Mark of everybody dying in front of him. 
and you're like, oh, I am in, I am, this is, this is beyond like homies fucked up. This is beyond he's a bad guy. This is <laughs> like, what are we like? Holy sh fam. That was, that was, Tony had texted me after I told my finish. And he was like, dog, that train scene's the most fucked up shit I've ever seen. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's up there. I won't lie. And I've seen some like real gory anime scenes. I've seen some real gory. That is, it's like the viewpoint, what's going on, the situation. It's like, damn, oh my gosh. Like, I felt uncomfortable watching it. Then <laughs> he throws Mark from Chicago back to Mount Everest because, you know, throw your son around the world, eh? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, and, they keep going back to Everest. Like, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a I guess recurring that's the, theme. That's the only point they both can consistently go to because Mount Everest is supposed to be, you know, this whole like only what only X amount of people on the planet have ever been to the top Mount Everest. Yeah. It's right. Really, yeah. So it's like, Oh look, we can just go here whenever we want. Um, also you just don't breathe in space. More Superman logic. How do I breathe? Just well, Superman. Yeah. Superman doesn't breathe in space. Yeah. And so they go to Mount Everest and homie's like, Mark, you just don't get it. You just got to think. What do you owe these fucking people? You just think, think Mark. Mark. <laughs> and Mark's like, no, fuck you. I'm human. And fuck I'm human. <laughs> and homie just starts like we had like the chaos of which is most of episode eight. And then you just see Omni-Man just you want to talk about pure hands. Just beating the shit out of him. And it's like <laughs> for like a half a second, I'm like, how far will they go? Because they've gone pretty far this whole show. I'm like, I don't think Mark is safe right now. I was like, I think I, I, I got to kill this fucker. <laughs> like, but like, I thought that in like episodes, like when he gets his fucking chest opened up by that like space oh, the, cat thing. Yeah, the space cat was the, the space cat was the most. Uh, if you've ever played video games and some video games that allow you to fight like bosses that you're just not ready for yet but they don't let you do the whole fight. They're just like, oh, you can fight this guy, realize you can't fight this guy, and then he goes away. That's what that dude was. Homie said, y'all suck. I'm going to break your head, smash your skull, fuck your chest, and then I'm going to leave because not all y'all suck. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's what it looks like. You know, you went into the level 50 area and you're level 17 ashes it's the wild area and that's onyx oh no and you're just you're like i can do it oh no shit i can't do it um and so i was like oh shit they're gonna kill mark don't kill mark they give you the omni man's not a total degenerate because he's thinking back on um that time he liked his kid yeah <laughs> that one time he liked his kid <laughs> he's like okay i guess i guess i shouldn't kill him right now and then he just takes off um and then mark is just beaten to hell taken to the super hospital super hospital eventually releases him um and then he gets a call about being in or he talks to his friends who they just once there's a lot of tropes in this show, by the way. Gay best friend, yeah. I believe, is absolutely a trope. Um, yeah, but the way they do gay best friend. It's I good. Think, yeah, I've, that's another one that I'm like, oh, it's not weird. No, it wasn't. Because he was... He, he's he's it wasn't, just a guy that's gay. Yeah, like, they didn't make it a weird thing. They didn't, like, hide it, really. They basically were just, yeah. like, out in the open. It was like... He's a, you know, he's a horny 18-year-old. 
who yeah. just happens to be fucking gay. <laughs> like, yeah. <'Cause>, you know? <laughs> if you know, I think, like, to the audience, you normally just expect um, gay people to be more reserved about their sexuality, especially at that age. Yeah. But if you actually, if just the uh, just just the actual words used, I think everybody just knows he's gay. Because the first thing when he starts yeah. talking about homie, he's like, dude, we get it. You love him. It's cool. All right. And there is not like, I think just we're trained to think of like gay people in shows in that way. But I'm like, homie was just gay from the jump. Like there was nothing yeah. hidden about it. It was just like, yo, dog, we fucked. It was great. We've all been yeah. there. It's like, yo, yo, we fucked. It was great. Yeah, dude. Like, everybody got that person. And so, yeah, so homie, so homie did that. Um, and he's talking with him. He's talking with his girl, and he's talking with uh Adam Eve, which I also think was a hilarious name. And I was like, I yeah. I feel the uh I feel the jab, but it's a it's creative and the, the girl that creates is named Adam Eve. And I yeah. don't know if that was his plan, but it's really fucking good if it was. Oh, I know you know it it was. Like you know that's was. a really fucking clever that's a really fucking clever superpower and name for a superhero. Yeah. She's like really powerful too. Like, uh, yes. She, yes she, like, she might be the most powerful. Like me and Alex were watching the show and we're like, what's the downside going to be to her powers? Uh, is she going to like break the ecosystem or no, she's, she's genuinely not, just saving the planet. She is, but she's not the only reason why I don't think she's most powerful is because she's not, while she can make anything, anything is not always that strong. Cause like when the aliens who I loved the alien episode because this was just like when homies shoot up the block and they yeah. shot up the block, got had to retreat, came back with bigger guns, shot up the block again, had to retreat, <laughs> came back another time. We're like, fuck this. We have giant robots. We're killing all of you. And then Omni Man came in and it was like, oh, okay. I guess we don't get to fight Superman. Sorry, I guess guys. we die now. <laughs> but like, they, them niggas spun the block several times in one episode. Um, but it's like her, but when they were shooting her wall, like they were getting through to her wall. So I'm like, I imagine it's um, very Green Lantern-ish. And I don't know what the, exactly the extent of his power is. Yeah, she's very similar to Green Lantern, except Green Lantern only makes like fabrications of things. Like, and he's limited to the power of his ring. She can just create shit. Create shit. Yeah. But like I said, I just, I, I think the power of what she creates is limited in a similar sense to Green Lantern. Um, and I don't know the extent of Green Lantern's lower power, so whatever that is, I don't know. Um, I don't like the old Cartoon Network Justice League show. That nigga got to grab like the actual lantern and shit went nuts for an episode. Um, <laughs> that nigga just like, they ended the whole, there was like a little mini arc with all of them, um, like who their bad guys were, and homie got his and his bad guy was just done. Um, yeah, Sonny and Bichetto, he's talking with them. Then he gets, uh, he goes back into space because like, oh shit, someone's coming from space. And it's this funny fucking, the space detective or space check. I, I don't yeah. know what the fuck you call homie. Uh, Seth Rogen. There you go. <laughs> and like, he he comes in and he's like, yo dog. And he, he, they made him a couple episodes before. It was essentially just a training to be like, yo, are you protected? All right, cool. I'm a bounce. And he's like, dog, there's a Viltrumite on your planet. That's really scary shit. And he's like, yeah, no, it was my dad and me. Oh. 
Dad beat me Fucked in the me left. Up. <laughs> like, he went to go get some milk. Hopefully he comes <laughs> back. Hopefully he I'm, doesn't come back. I, okay, it's like, like, I don't need, I, he could just go to the store and stay at the store. Um, and so <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's crazy. Like, because them fuckers never leave. Like, once they go to your planet, you're basically just fucked. Like, and if they, and if you don't, let them take your planet, they just blow that bitch up. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then you get the, um, as you mentioned, the whole, like, like what are you going to do until he comes back? And they give you all little mini storylines that have popped up um, throughout the show. And he's like, I think I'm going to finish high school. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, I'm, it's like, I'm bad at this hero shit, but I think I can at least, and it's like, I'm, I'm bad at this hero shit and I'm failing high school. So I think at least if I don't fail high school, I might be able to go to a JC and then when I'm done at my JC, I might get to go to the same college as my girlfriend, except I, she just gets to go straight out of high school. I I think I'm going to uh, go back to school. Like, you know, it's Monday tomorrow. Like, you know, I got a test. Uh, fantastic. Like it is a really enjoyable show. Um, I'm not going to get like, in terms of a, uh, how great of a show I think it is. Um, I just, I just think it's super enjoyable. That is like the, my, that is my critics opinion is I enjoy yeah. the piss out of watching this show. I ain't going to say it's perfect. I ain't going to say it's, I don't even watch enough like DC Marvel superhero type stuff to really give like a comparison of this. Um, it's like Deadpool to me. Like I don't give a yeah. fuck what people like critically think of Deadpool. I had a blast watching both Deadpools. The first one more than the second one, but at a blast. So I'm like, I don't care if niggas think this is a fucking two out of ten movie or a fucking ten out of ten movie. I enjoyed the shit out of myself. I enjoyed yeah. all eight episodes. It never feels stale, which is a really that's hard thing like to the do. best part. I I genuinely was like, oh, like this is like no episode felt boring. Yeah, you know, and it's I'm like, like, that's 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 hard good. to do. Yeah, and. Invincible, highly recommend watching it. Go get yourself prime. Go get yourself prime. prime video, you brokies. Um, it's only fucking 14 bucks a month. Go get yourself prime. Yeah. Um, you got anything you want to add? It's a comic book. <laughs> That's, a, I see, I would never read it. Especially, yeah, I'm not going to read it, man. Especially being a season in already and like seeing that. It's so hard. Um, this is a different conversation for a different day because we got other stuff we got to get to. But a really good conversation um, for the stuff we talk about is like how hard it is to get into a manga after watching the anime. Yeah. Because outside of a few exceptions, like like our show is based on One Piece. One Piece is the ultimate outlier. Like that's a really easy go from anime to manga. But I think for a lot of these shows, especially high action, um, I don't want to say not story driven because uh, these shows do have good stories, but it's hard. Like if you see something animated and it's really good animated, it's really hard to convince someone to go watch the book or to go watch the book. Yeah. The book. No, no, no. I know what you mean. I, uh, yeah. Um, like Harry Potter. I, yeah. I wasn't a Harry Potter kid, but like, I have to imagine if you watch like the first three or four movies of Harry Potter, and let's say you caught that was you you caught up in real time, 
after the fourth movie came out, it'd be hard pressed to be like, yeah, and I'll go read the four books. Especially if they're on par, if they're on par with each other, like the content's just getting animated. Yeah, I, I always read the books before going to the movies, so I, I can't say. But I think mm-hmm. Alex watched the movies before she read the books, and so no, maybe it's her sister. One of them like never read the book and was just like, hey, I don't need to. I don't feel like I need to. Yeah, yeah, fair too. I I don't know. I look at it and I'm like, I love to see what gets left out. <laughs> no, and know? that's a that's a thing. That's why I said it depends on how close it is to the actual source material. Is um, that's always going to be its own little thing. But like I said, that's a conversation for a longer day because there's a lot of things you can deep dive with that. Yeah. Okay, Oda. I understand. I understand. I came on here two or three weeks in a row and just threw out. For no real reason. I don't really like Nami. Nami's not my character. I get it. You heard it. You listened to the show. We appreciate you. You helped, <laughs> you helped create the show. I get it. You're like, I motherfucker don't like Nami. We'll show you something. Like, <laughs> it, it, Oda, I'm convinced Oda watches. Because, A, I'm conceited. That's a strong okay. start. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you think he listens... Absolutely. Because we went on, like, there's several different points that we've talked about, and then we've gotten into the chapter. We talked about fighting. We had a lot of chapters about fighting, and we had about a month stretch where, like, we got a lot of really big people on this island, and for no one to really throw down, if we don't know how close to the end it is, like, who's going to fight who, how are you going to turn that power scale? And Oda was like, I got you. I'm going to give you about Six out of nine chapters, throwing hands. You want to know how strong people are? I'm going to give it to you. You want to know? What do you want? What you want to know? Luffy and Zoro? I'm, I'm going to give it to you. You don't like Nami? I'm going to throw her out here. It, it, it's like, homie listens. I'm, I'm, I am so <laughs> convinced. Oda listens. That's why we're the number one anime manga podcast in the world. Oda, Oda listens. To us. listens. Oda listens. So this chapter, um, I'm going to give a quick synopsis on my end, and then I'll let you rebuttal because I probably have a contrarian opinion. <laughs> so the chapter starts. I'm not going to lie. I get less and less interested about the samurai the more that I see them. I don't think they're yeah, bad they characters. They just don't but, do much in the grand scheme of things. Uh, that's, that's my big problem with them. I'm like, eh. And they have a lot of dialogue for not much actually going down. Mm-hmm. Like they talked, like I was shocked because if you pull up the first two pages or the first four pages, which they're in technically, there's a lot of talking and it's like, yeah, you, you see all those bubbles and you're like, I don't know about you, but when I read it, it's like going to see a bunch of bubbles. I'm thinking, Oh shit, we're about to get something. Nah, nah, we're just, we're just here. We're telling each other, Hey, you good? I'm yeah, I'm good. good. Hey, we should kill this dude. Yes, we should. Yeah, we should kill this dude. I'm going like, to go kill this dude. It's like, this is a lot of talking for not a lot, like you said, to the grand scheme of things. So I'm like, all right, Samurai's yell again. You're not the Tontadas, but you're not, you're going lower on my list here. I don't know then, if I put them lower, but like, I don't know. I, I, I don't mind them. I, I just think like, 
at least in Dressrosa, like, uh, the, the gladiator guy with one leg, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, well, the power scale, it's not bad. Like, it's pretty good, actually. Mm -hmm. At this point, though, I'm like, no, I've seen what the top dog in this fight looks like. Yeah, no, they're uh, just... And it wasn't you guys, and there's eight of you now. So, seven of you now, excuse me. Yeah, they're just... Like I said, they're not bad characters, but they're just not... They're not great characters, and there's there's just so much going on where I'm like, I don't want to waste pages on uneventful stuff. Uh then you get a really funny scene, which is Zoro was beaten to hell, and had and he is a he is now a mummy. That's my that was amazing. <laughs> my I I am only sad about it because I'd be really sad if Zoro was just taken out for the rest of the arc. Like, would it make sense? Yes. Would I be happy about it? No. But that's just how I feel about the character. And to like for him to be out for the remainder of the arc, um, I, I, I don't know if that's <laughs> my preference. Yeah. I but I get it. He's got a legitimate reason. Like, I, I love the context of conversation was great that Sanji and Zoro were just looking at each other going, I now I'm I'm convinced now Sanji is strong as fuck. Who the <laughs> fuck beat the shit out of you? I was fighting Big Mom and Kaido. He's like, ah, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess that's that's uh, that's, that's good. That's an acceptable answer. <laughs> and he's like, Zoro's like, yeah, but Luffy figures something out. He's gonna win. He's just like, of course he's gonna fucking win, idiot. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I, I I respect it. I respect it. Um, and so. They show you how they got there, which is basically Law and Zoro are falling through the roof, and uh, Sanji catches him, and he's like, "Yo, what the fuck happened?" He's like, "Homie is homie is broken, bones fucked up, ligaments torn, lungs not there, fucking beat to hell. You need to go save him, blah blah blah, or help him." He's like, "He can't move this, this or that. Keep his head upright, or he'll stop breathing." And like, everything is wrong with Zoro. Yeah, and which is funny. When the doctor leaves the patient and hands him to the cook. Yeah, because the doctor's like, I got more important shit to do. Uh, I got to right. go fight someone. <laughs> you look after, you fix him. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Put him in a splint or something. And he mummified the fucker. Absolutely. <laughs> he turned him into that thing. He turned him into a Mihawk sword. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we have, we have mummified Zoro. Sanji's running now to um, meet up. Or really, I don't know if it's meet up. Sanji's really just trying to find people. I think so, yeah. Point. I thought he was going to go try to save... Um, Nami? I thought he was going towards Nami. Um, or to save the samurai. Because that's where Jack was going. Um, evidently, No. Yeah. He's literally Saji's just been running around looking for people. Yeah. Also, like, I'd love to know how much time has passed. Like, I feel like not a lot of time has passed. At least an hour, I'm gonna say, because they say when Sanji has Zoro that it's been several the weirdest thing I've read in a while. Several dozen minutes earlier. 
Yeah, I I was like, that's on the Viz translation. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, what? Like, that's who, weird. Who keeps time like that? Like, several dozen minutes ago. Like, that means me? like that fight that's been going on up top. Like, Luffy was up there for like not that long. Well, yeah, I no, mean, Luffy hasn't been up there that long. I think it's an hour since they the fight really popped off. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I think it's um. Yes, an hour since the fight really popped off. If it's been several dozen minutes. I don't know what several dozen minutes is. I don't know if that's 24. I don't know if that's 36. I don't know if that's 48. <laughs> I've never said several dozen before. Like, nigga, are you ordering donuts or keeping time? <laughs> I just like, I just, that, that fucked me up. I, I, I read that twice thinking, are you, what? Oda, who hurt you? Well, uh, I mean, a lot of shit's going on very quickly. Yeah, like, and so... Moving on from there, um, you then go back to where Big Mom is, and Big Mom and Bull Bitch are arguing with each other. Nami is rooting on whoever will not kill her, which is no one. Which I was like, that's the most realistic thing I've ever seen in One Piece. That's Nami as fuck. Bull Bitch hits um, Otama. Now, I got really hyped for a second because I thought something else when I saw that pa- that panel. So, she hits Otama. Big Mom looks pissed. And you're like, oh, this bitch Shit. is fucked up. Yeah. Like, this bitch is fucked up. And surprisingly, Bull Bitch just talks mad shit to Big Mom. I was, yeah. I was, I was shocked by that. I was like, I don't. I didn't think you were like that, but hey, maybe I've just well, been wrong I'm like, about her. I'm like, I feel like you get. I saw that went. Oh shit, she's at a certain level too. That's she what ain't, she ain't no fucking joke either, you know. Yeah. And so she she hits Big Mom looks pissed, and you're thinking, all right, Big Mom about to fuck this home this little girl. Like even if she's strong, and I'm not gonna take away, she might be strong as fuck. I don't think she's as strong as Big Mom. There'd be a no. lot of issues if she was as strong as Big Mom. But if she could fight with Big Mom, though, that'd be a different story. Yeah. And then you just see whack right upside her head. Now, I jumped the gun really fucking hard. I thought Big Mom transformed. Did you? Because there is the silhouette that's in in, in the manga and in the anime. There's a silhouette of what Big Mom looked like when she was on Zebek's crew. And she is much smaller compared to what she is now. Mm-hmm. And it was more of the generic pretty girl picture, right? I And I was like, is that like her real form? And she's like just fat because she stores souls? Like, is like are we going to see that of Big Mom? Or is that literally just her and her youth? And I, for some reason, my brain saw that because Nami is shaded in that final panel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, Big Mom just did it. And it was like. Who gave you the right to that little girl? And then I started to see Nami, and I was like, "Oh, okay, it was Nami." And of course, I'm a Nami hater, not a hater. I'm, but I'm not a Nami enthusiast. And so, I was like, "Oh shit, we got Big Mom's real form to, oh shit, Nami hit her." Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that's cool too. And I was like, "How does how does how does this work?" Unless this is like Zeus's real debut of fighting with Nami. Well, I I don't think Zeus has made it to Nami yet. So I think that's just Nami like getting a surprise attack in. 
but Zeus is showing up. I agree. Like, Zeus is going to be. So my thing is like, I wonder if Zeus will show up and then have to make a choice between Big Mom and Nami, and then he'll choose Nami, giving Nami that like dope power boost. Because everyone, every t- everyone that saw, like, I think there were like two people that saw Zeus. And they were like, oh, what are you, you're not with Nami? And Zeus runs away, you know? So, like, it's very telling. It's a very interesting development that's coming. Yeah, no, it's... Nami's about to get that power up, dude. No, I, I, I think she is. Where's Chopper's power up? Cut back to Chopper versus Queen. That's the thing, we're starting to get matchups now. Yeah. And which means now I think also Sanji probably fights King. Like I said, I think Zoro just which got I'm MIA. Cool with man, you know, like why'd they have to take Zoro out though? I don't like, think Zoro's. Just... I think Zoro's just sleeping right now. Like he's like recovering. Um, I don't. I don't know. Zoro might get King. I feel like Sanji. If he... I feel like Sanji's gonna get like Jack or someone. Mm, I but see, he's fighting I Jack because he's got someone's got to go. I don't think Dogstrom is going to be able to. Jinbei should fight Jack. Jinbei, who's Jinbei fighting right now? He's fighting like cats, aren't isn't he? I think Jinbei. No, isn't Jinbei and Jack in the same room? No, it's um, it Dogstrom's fighting uh, Jack. Jinbei. Okay, so Jinbei should fight Jack because it's the big three should fight the big three. And the captains fight captains. So Luffy's fighting Kaido. Zoro and Sanji should fight some combination of king and queen. Mm-hmm. I know Chopper's currently there with queen, but I think that's more like doctor, I cured the disease, not so much like one-on-one fight. Oh, man, I hope it is. I think that'd be so fucking cool. Because well, because if Chopper fights queen, then I think Zoro really is at my Because who else is for Zoro to fight? Well, like, who, would even, who would even be excited for, if it wasn't king, queen, or jack? Or obviously Kaido, or Big Mom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Who would like Zoro fight that you would think? Oh, there's intrigue. No, I I think King hasn't shown his hand yet, and he's still doing this kind of hunt down for Momonosuke. I would love like, uh, I I'd love like Sanji to like go. Hand, like to like fight King, no, I think so. And then Sanji fight. like get kind of the piss kicked out of him. Um, and then I... Z- and then Zoro like it gives Zoro just enough time, like and not like the piss kicked out of him. Like Sanji didn't do damage, but Sanji did a substantial amount of damage. And then Zoro comes in and like finishes up like a Zoro Sanji team up. Against King, maybe I'd be, but, I'd be, I'd be okay with that, and that because like, you get some funny comedy out of that too. Because yeah, they're I'm like, how strong is King? Too. We don't know how strong King is, so yeah, yeah. Um, do you have anything else from this chapter? You wanted to, yeah, before I want to, I I'm interested in what Yamato's doing. So there, there whatever was whatever Momonosuke says. <laughs> Well, Momonosuke was basically like, holy shit, Luffy's fighting Kaido alone upstairs. 
and Yamato's like, oh no, I have to get to him. So Yamato's making a play, and I didn't expect him to want to like be a part of that. Yeah, I well, not a part of that fight at least, you know. Um, pretty interesting. I'm intrigued to see how they'll introduce them into that fight. It would be if they introduce him to that fight. See, there's just so many characters. It's like, I, I want to, I, I have, man, for anybody listening, I have a bunch of theories that like, I just keep reserved because I don't know. How do you put it? For lack of a better term, I could blow my load and give a whole bunch of theories and hypotheticals. But I want the theories to still be like credible and realistic yeah. to a degree, and I just don't know. Where, I don't know where Oda's mind's at in terms of how, because this art could go. This this art could literally feel like the last arc of One Piece. Not saying it is, but it could literally feel like the last arc of One Piece. You have that many big names in this one location. Yeah, you have all those moving pieces, which makes it kind of hard. Yeah, it's know? like and and everybody can, and I think the people that aren't here that are in this level, I think they could be here. Like, I think there's mm-hmm. no reason why Shank's going to pull up later in the next chapter. I think there's uh, no I reason why. I, I, so I'm not saying him specifically. I, like, saying. I love that. Like, the more I think about it, I love the fact. I love this arc going to the place where, no, the Straw Hats can stand on their own. And they don't need to be saved anymore. Well, I don't think it's saved. I just, I wouldn't be shocked. Excuse me. Anyone who's at this level, Shanks could pull up. Blackbeard could pull up. High-end Marines could pull up. Someone from Mary's Rock could pull up. Like, there is nobody who does not have access to this area right now that would need to get here. And that's why I say, like, I have I'm theories. Like, I'm so done with adding characters. There's such an insane amount. Well, it's not even adding. That the next... characters we have. Yeah, but, like, if you pull Shanks out of nowhere, that'll be so weird. I, I don't know. I... And I say I, the reason why I say I don't know is I don't know what Oda, I don't know where Wano is in terms of his actual completion percentage of One Piece. Bring this up all the time. Mm-hmm. If Wano was really the last arc, is if Wano's the second to last arc, then yeah, I could see everybody pulling up within a decent amount of time because you would have to start framing quote unquote the final war that we've heard about for fucking fifteen years. I get so, it. I just don't know if it would be during the Kaido fight. You know. Maybe in, like, the fallout of this, like, people start showing yeah. up. But I'm like, I'm like, if he takes his time with that last arc, like, which you know he will. Yeah, he, he could have a 10-year final arc. He could. And that That's would what be... shit still needs to be explained. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing 30 chapters a year, I'll see you, in, I'll see you for another 10 years, Oda. Catch me in 2035, fucker. Oh, <laughs> don't say that he listens. He's gonna he's gonna write till twenty thirty five and not get to the final arc. What if Oda never? Man, that's another question for another day. Because oh, we got to we got to do this. Right. Um, but we're mo- we're mo- the hypothetical that just write this down on a note or a clipboard or somewhere so we don't forget this. What if Oda didn't explain something in One Piece ends? Like, what would be the one thing he could just hold back and like, nah, fuck y'all. You don't get that. Yeah, like, because he's got a bunch. Because something is not going to get explained. 
Like yes. I'm a firm believer. There is so much shit, so many characters, so many elements. The world is so weird and huge. Something is going to get left off. Hmm. I'm trying now, to think not, of something like inconsequential that might get left off. I don't know if it's going to be inconsequential. It could just be like, how'd you put it? Like Enel, for example. Enel has been this thing in the community that's like, has never not been talked about since his arc. Exactly. Oda never, Oda never has to bring Enel back. I, I've thought about this too. Cause I'm like, I know we got to move on to other shit, but like, I'm like, he, Oda dropped the concept of fairy birth like over a decade ago mm-hmm. <laughs> and with no payoff. Like, I mean, like literally just kind of hinted at in covers and that's that, you know, but the idea that like, like there are pretty large repercussions from for uh, you know human beings coming from the moon. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm like, I wonder if that'll get explained in like the void century, because uh, I can't think of how else you. It it, it has to predate the void century, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um. Or 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 were the people that came from the moon? Is that like the D's are the D's descendant from the moon or from fairy birth, you know, um, which I strangely don't hate as much as all ninjas came from space. Oddly enough. I just uh, like the idea that like the moon is an Island that you just need a special ship to get to. That's the, that I was going to say is the only reason why I think that yeah. works. Cause yes, it does sound like ninjas in space or pirates in space, but because of the fact Sky, now we both have like our that Skypea that, exists. Yeah. yeah, like that makes it credible. Now, is it the way I would want it to go? No, I don't think I'm rooting. I for would it. be okay with it if it was just this strange D family that did it. You know, I'd be okay with that. It'd be different if Oda went, all devil fruits come from the moon. That would suck. And I'd be like, ah, okay. And the D's brought the fruits to Earth, and I, I and I'd go, ah, that's a little too Naruto. I, I'd have, I, I, it, I trust, I trust this guy to write it like in a way that doesn't suck. But I want, I, I would like the idea that like. I want the devil fruits to come from the island in the middle. And I just, I have a, I have a, once again, I don't want to blow my load on theories, but I have a hard belief that there is an island in the middle of the earth. Um, and the representation of it or the foreshadowing of it is Laboon has essentially a, an island inside him. Mm-hmm. And I think that Oda having an island on the water or in the middle of the earth, instead of like, and the world's wacky in one piece. The Earth core don't gotta be magma. What if Earth core is just an island? Yeah, like a journey to the center of the Earth thing. Yeah, like I, and that's what. Rough putting it together. um, I do think there is something to. No, I'm not gonna do it yet. I'm not gonna do it yet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Because I have, 
I have a lot behind that, but until I'm ready, like it's fully fleshed out, I'm not going to sound stupid or go crazy. Um, so last week, okay, we did a characters, a, a choosing, a selection. Yeah. Um, is there anybody? I'm going to go over our characters again real quick. Is there anybody that we have second thoughts of before we start this? Because once we start, they're locked in. That we would say, oh. I could argue this character instead of for their show. We have Yusuke, Spike, Gara, Luffy, Aang, All Might, Levi, and Pikachu. No, that'll work. Because I'm like, I've I've seen things you haven't seen. You've seen things I haven't seen that we both could explain to a T, yeah. I think. Um I was really trying to find someone other than Yusuke for Yu Yu Hakusho, but I watched, um, gosh, one of the fucking coolest fights ever. Like the dark tournament is just 10 out of 10. That Yusuke versus Cho fight when they just blast each other and then say, all right, you had energy dog. Yeah. You had energy. Just throw hands, throw hands with the fucking knife. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's such a it's fucking cold blooded man. Oh, it's great. And then Keiko's fucking, I never forgot how good that is of um, her dynamic during that thing where she's like, why is my childhood friend and lover just getting the shit beat out of him? Why does he keep fight? What he's going to die? Does he not realize he's going to die? And just to have like that, because his fans were jaded because we yeah. know this is just what you get with an anime. It's like, oh, fuck is going to fight. It's going to be but like, you know, she's like having a realistic ass. My, my my boyfriend thing is gonna die like do you see this big fucking muscle bound freak that's trying to kill him he just put his face in the ground they're all chanting uh, kill him <laughs> like it's just like there is such a great there's an appreciation for that um and then um i watched the use kid to grow fight again there's this there's that that show just has simplistic beauty to me and um when Genkai takes over the spirit animal and she's like, dog, have you like never watched an anime before? Just kill one of his fucking friends and he gets a power up. <laughs> He's like, I, I'll go kill one, I guess. Great. Like, He's going to get stronger. <laughs> I, I just, I had, yeah, no, but I, I agree with you. I was looking for someone. I was trying really hard to argue for Sensui um, because technically he is the predecessor to the show um, mm-hmm. and it only really works with him, but that doesn't, think, that's not, I don't think that's enough. It's not, and Yusuke being, Yusuke actually being a demon is, like, the really hard thing to get over, where it's like, okay, like, and, and not in, like, the, I haven't watched all of Bleach, obviously, but, like, yeah. where Bleach, you said, like, Ichigo becomes all these things, but it's not done in a great way. Yusuke being a human, a spirit detective, and a demon, they really executed really well on all three. Um, so, it is hard to... Uh, hard to kick him out of there yeah it's hard when your main character becomes everything like uh what was the other one um with avatar once again i was like i ang is just ang is once again just a really hard character to argue out of um mm-hmm. trying really hard for zuko though i'm not gonna lie to you i was Zuko's ready to write, like, really good i actually i was trying i was trying to write like fucking thesis mind. paper on zuko <laughs> I, I love that character. I would say I don't mind Zuko. Is he more Avatar than Aang, though? No. That's, see, that's the, 
He's yeah. close. He's. I think he's the one. I think. I think even more than Korra, he's the strongest argument. And if you did the comics included, mm-hmm. Roku gets really strong too. Roku has yeah. a really strong case being the bridge between Aang and fucking Kyoshi. Because homie uh, got... He ho- got Kyoshi. Homie got the real ride. Like, if Bruh, only... I, I, Have you finished? No. So I, I'm at the part in the Kyoshi book where uh, they was... Sta- like, she came out to the uh, to the the circus guys and they're, she's like, I'm the Avatar. Mm-hmm. And so they just agreed to train her. And I'm like, like, I love the fact that she had to use the fans. Like the only reason she has the fans is because she is, has no fucking control. (laughs) So it's how she, it's how she does more intricate fucking shit. Hot take, but it's like, it doesn't spoil. It's just because um, Roku had it harder being an avatar than Aang did. Yeah. And Aang woke up to genocide. But, like, that's how fucked up Kyoshi left the world for Roku. Well, I'd love I'd love to, like, if they ever did a, like, a mini spot for Avatar where it was, like, Roku trying to come, like, going through his past lives to, like, figure out what to do about his friend. Kiyoshi just being like, just kill the bitch. <laughs> kill the motherfucker. I don't know. What, what the fuck is wrong with you? She makes so much more sense. Like, she, Kiyoshi was just rough. She like, cold as fuck, dude. It's she. I guess why I say Roku gets really strong is because, like, after you figure out everything Kiyoshi did, you're like, the Fire Nation somehow comes off a little sympathetic. And they literally turned around and committed genocide. That's also very important is, like, um, and this ain't. Are you gonna spoil this for me? No, it's not a spoiler because it's. I think it's kind of known, but just the more she gets fleshed out, the cooler it sounds. Um, Kyoshi was that, and really every avatar is. The avatar is like that much of a force where like nations can't do shit, and yeah. so the fact the Fire Nation, which you learned in Last Airbender, was like planning to do this thing. And there's a reason why the Earth Nation was dead last on their list. And, like, that bitch I, was just... She's a monster. I had she's this... monster. I know we have, like, a bracket to get to, but I would love to, like, discuss this book more. Because, like... When you're they, finished, I have, we're going to. When you're fi- like, but once you be done with the book. Okay. Because there's this, a part at, like, three-fourths of the way through that it's just, like, it's... I, she has the best comic of any of the Avatar books. Yeah. I absolutely will die on that hill. Um, I just love like what's uh hey 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 Ren uh the um the firebender's mom mm-hmm. Rangi's mom yeah and like the fact that she was just like cheating in Agni Kai's and killing motherfuckers and I went oh how many people were trying to like do what Sozin did. <laughs> That's all I could think of. I was like, fuck, dude. I wonder if she was like genuinely like killing off like Sozin's. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's super cool when um 
Yeah, no, Kyoshi's book is fantastic. Yeah. Like I said, she is, it adds so much to the, like, obviously, we're, I don't think we'll ever know more about an avatar than we probably know about Aang and Korra. It's just going to be hard. Yeah. Um, but, like, they do a stellar fucking job. With I them. hope there's a third, I hope they do a third book. I mean, I haven't read the second one, but from what I've heard, it's like, it kind of ends on a, um, like it leaves the door open for more books, basically. Um, well, they got a new animation budget. We're supposed to get more. Yeah, I would love to. I I don't know how they would do a Kyoshi. They wouldn't do. A it Kiyoshi. could never be on Nickelodeon. It could never. But Kyoshi is way Netflix, too tall. Here's here's the thing though. If Netflix has it, then Netflix has to put mad disclaimers because Kyoshi was just she. Yeah. That bitch was wild. That's okay. Make it a dark fucking. And I would never call her a bitch because she'd kill me. But like that bitch I mean, is wild. I mean, like all these characters are pretty fucking wild. Nah, but that bitch is wild. <laughs> like there's a there's a. Hey dog, like yeah, no, we can't. Yeah, we can't. I don't talk about I don't you're gonna else. you're gonna spoil yeah. shit. So going on anyway. to going on to the bracket. Um, all right. Pull before side. Generate a four sided die on your computer. Four, Do computer things. Make a four sided die. die. Because I got a list here, and essentially, whichever dice you roll on, that will be the matchup that we discussed today. Um, I've got matchups one, two, three, and four. Um, and these will essentially, essentially will be, uh, for everybody listening, this first matchup will become the top left of the bracket. Okay. The second matchup will become the bottom left of the bracket. The third matchup will become uh, top right. Fourth matchup will become bottom right. Okay. So this is now this is deciding for the top left of the bracket, bracket bracket. I can talk. Hey yo, um, you are, are you ready, on, guys? Yes, sir. Roll that four side of die, and we're rolling. And number one. Okay, so top left bracket, we got Yusuke and Spike. Okay, so what I want to do, and I and you can you can tell me if you disagree or if you want to change these, and that's I'm totally fine up for um, everyone's own interpretation. I would like these to be kind of like when we're doing the anime rubric, and I think it should be score based, not just. I, I think it should be score based because otherwise it just turns into like, well, I kind of like this character a little bit more, so I'm going to push him on, right? Okay. So, I think with all of these, I think backstory is heavy in a character i think yeah, that is a huge it needs to be a huge it needs thing. to be fundamental yes to because we're this is a character that represents their show the the, the show right so. yeah but remember this bracket is based on just the character so even though these are the characters yeah, not the shows the power. based on have not yeah. the power no 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 it's I not that. yeah we're not doing like avid like it's not gonna be avatar versus my hero this is it's ang versus all might when they go at it um so backstory's huge now I have development separated from backstory because where you start yeah, and so where you finish, I think. Yeah. Okay. So development is one of them. And I'm going to separate this into this is into four categories. Okay. This see, I hate this word because I don't even know how you define this word. Um some about this on hard follow today. I want to say impact. I just don't know. Impact can be so many different things, and I just I look at some of them and I'm like, they are all impactful because they're all the main characters. Well, that's the thing, but it's like, yes. But if we're doing a scale of like one to five, Pikachu's five 
is not everybody else's five. Yeah. Like that's just so impact. I like, I wanted to throw it on there, but I don't at the same time. So I'm like, where do you like some of these characters have impact? That's not like you can't judge what fucking Pikachu did. You can't judge. Um, yeah, it's just like really Pikachu's like the huge outlier here in terms of impact. <laughs> so like, I'm not down to do it. Um, okay. I put entertainment. Now, I wanted entertainment because I was how entertaining the character is how entertaining the character is because I wanted to put something okay. to do with fighting, but I didn't want it to be just a straight up. Are their fights cool or are they a good fighter? But fighting is a part of entertainment value to me. Yeah, something with moments, right? I was yes. thinking like, yeah, I got you. So entertainment is one. Excuse me. You gotta stop burping in the mic. That's not. I used to. You're gonna when, piss someone off one day. When I first started recording, I used to fart in the mic like mad loud. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I was recording with Will. We we're playing a. This is like OG like recording. We were doing it over the fucking PlayStation, and like I farted when the Yeti heard me like right next to the fucking Yeti. Fuck. <laughs> and this thing <nigga> just <laughs> fail. Oh shit. Um, and this is where I struggled. Um, okay. sorry to find a fourth one. So backstory of a character, development of a character, entertainment value of the character, and what should be like the fourth core value of what makes a great character. So you got their backstory, their development, uh, their moments. Uh, The moments go with entertainment. Like entertainment's kind of a a wide category, but there's all that stuff to me is it's entertaining. I do think, hmm. He's on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. I know. I But I struggled like hell to try to find like a fourth, like really strong. Like how would you define a character? Um, a character defining character or a story defining character. Yeah. Unless right? you want to do... I see this another one I think is weird. What about impact. what about like role? The like role on the show? Yeah, like how I guess that goes kind of in development too. I I would say mm. I I thought of biggest moment. Uh it's a little like it's like is your biggest moment because I was trying to think of like because it's like because like payoff, but payoff is really a part of your development. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough getting that fourth one. Yeah. I like, unless we just want to stick with these three. I mean, we do, we could do one more. Um, I mean, we throw power level in there too, you know, I just for shit. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad at that one. I was like, power level. it's kind of, it's kind of boring, right? It is. It's like. It's the whole Superman thing. It's like, oh, power uh, level. Oh, what I like, I like, um, I like, like, role in the story and, like, where they sit in their role in the story. So, like, for Yusuke and Spike, their role in the story is, like, yeah, they're both the main characters, but how does that role either alter the course of the story or like um 
like how do they affect the characters around them how do they motivate characters around them how do they bring up the story and move it in a direction unfortunately I, our first round is yusuke and spike that's okay so i'm down <laughs> with rule and we could start here actually okay, okay. So we'll start with rule now if i'm doing this in the comparison yusuke smoke spike but I don't yeah. think it's Spike's fault because Spike is in an episodic show that he is technically not even a part of every episode mm. or the main focus of every episode. So, and, and he's in a show with considerably less episodes. So he's got even less of a chance to be in it than a character like Yusuke who starts off the show dead. And he is, so his role is you immediately get the afterlife involved. Then he's alive, and his role is the spirit detective. But I think, like, in terms Spike's of hard. In, ty- yeah. in terms of Spike's role, though, it's more to showcase how the other characters kind of evolve. Um, Spike is very Spike doesn't really change from my memory of Cowboy Bebop. No, he's pretty stagnant. He's got he's pretty he's he's a pretty stagnant character. It's him versus that other guy whose name escapes me. I always uh, forget. I just the last scene's like famous. I just can't remember the homie's name. Yeah. But it's one of those things because Spike is is Spike's and this is gonna be bad because again, I should have brushed up on this. Um that's no, fine. It's it's a he's after Spike's after revenge, isn't he? Yes. Right? Okay, um, so, you could argue you could argue if the revenge is justified because they both fucked each is, other up. Yeah, but like, you could argue if it's justified or not, but he is after revenge. He is out for revenge. I like the idea that Spike's role in Cowboy Bebop is that he has every opportunity to not seek out this other guy and like get revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, man. I really hope I'm remembering this show right. <laughs> but no, you uh, everybody leaves is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So everybody's story moves on past the ship, past yes. the crew. And Spike's role is to sh- basically to sh- show that he is dead set on this one thing, this one purpose while ignoring the fact that he is literally in a spaceship flying around the universe mm-hmm. doing things yeah, and like in a in a in a in a show that's about the universe in a spaceship that travels the universe and a crew that travels the universe all mm-hmm. spike wants to do is kill this one guy yeah spike and, wants I, and that's spike's money and yeah. this nigga dead yeah and that's spike's role um like even because I even Jet leaves for is it love? I think he leaves. Jet has like closure to his story. They all get some decent closure. Yeah. Spike's really the only one you could argue. Like, I think it's part of the very captivating part of Cowboy Bebop is like Spike is really Spike's awkward as the main character because, like I said, it's it's very rare you get a main character that the story doesn't just 100% revolve around. Mm. And so when Spike leaves, he's kind of like the only one that doesn't get like a, a quote unquote real happy ending. Cause 
I mean, he does get to shoot homie, but like homie shot him too, which is why. Yeah. Like it shows that like revenge is blind. Yeah. And when, so when that's all you care about, uh, like it's not like the outcome is not going to do you, do you any good. And that's, that's how I saw Spike's role. Yeah. It's, um, he's, and I, and I love Cowboy Bob. I'm not trying to shit on it. I no, do no, think no, no, it no. gets, um, I don't know. And it's really hard too until like you hit him. There's very few times, like, I think death is just nailed out of the park. Like, I mean, just fucking 10 out of 10, it, you just, congrats. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Spike's death was 10 out of 10. Now, I think because of that show and the, I think that show was, how do you put it? And it's probably not, it's not the show's fault. People that watch Cowboy Bebop, I feel like, felt like they were smarter than you. And Bebop in that same kind of that Death Note feel. And I think Bebop is a better show than Death Note. But I think people watch that. And that is definitely like a a high up like cult fandom. Yeah. And so I think they just kind of justify Spike. And I like Spike. I'm not shitting on him. I think they just kind of move him into this other level of like, oh, he is. If you looked at a quote unquote pantheon of main characters, it's like Spike would be in there. Yeah. And it's like why is Spike in there? He's not like even a really a main character. Well, I think he's only in there because he represents like a classic show. That's, you know? but I think it, you're right. He does, but it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's not your traditional classic or what you would do if you were like, if you were grading a paper and like someone just wrote you like a, an intro paragraph, three really good body paragraphs and a conclusion, you would give that student a 10 out of 10 or whatever the grading system is. Cause he wrote you a, structured paper whereas like if you wrote spike as an essay you would write an intro something completely unrelated for your first paragraph something completely unrelated for your second or unrelated for your third and your conclusions like and then he died who died the dude in the first second third or intro and i got you so it's really hard And, and i think and and spike is great like i said this is just an odd topic for him to like for his role in a show yeah because he ha- he has to his credit if we want to give him this um his role is probably the most unique of any character that we have in here mm-hmm. Be- because of it being episodic because of it him being very i mean what besides maybe luffy probably our most stubborn character yeah so it's like he, his uniqueness is 10 out of 10. I don't know if I would say his role is 10 out of 10. Um, no, I I wouldn't put it at 10 out of 10, but I think I would probably put it on the same level as Yu Yu Haku, as uh, Yusuke. Because mm-hmm. Yusuke is also, I don't remember Yusuke changing very much. In Yu Yu Hakusho, no, like he's, like, he's always very like, I'm gonna do what I want, mm-hmm. and at the end of the show, he's told to like he's going to like become the Demon King, and he mm-hmm. goes, yeah, but when I die, I'll be I'll do it. <laughs> uh, so that's fire, by the way. It's a dope. It's, a do- come, it's dope. Yeah, I'll go back to you niggas when I'm ready. It's interesting because you could argue and go, oh, it's the first time that he like, and this goes more into like development, 
on the development. And it's the first time he's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to fight anymore. I'm just going to live a long life. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing also like, probably not. He probably still fights people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, what I, I saw it as like, and his role is the quintessential main character. He like motivates his other characters. Uh, he push yeah. he pushes um, uh, Kurama and uh, yeah. Hie to be stronger. Mm-hmm. So that's his role. And Kuwabara. He yeah. went, Kuwabara learns how to pull out two swords by the end of the show because of him. Yeah. So Hank Kilson. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's if we're if we're looking at role, uh. On a scale I mean, of five. On so a scale one, of two, five. Three, yeah. Uh, I'd say Yusuke is a pretty standard char- like character in that sense. Mm-hmm. Probably give him like a three for his role in the story. That's only because he's the main character too. Mm-hmm. Um, for, uh, for Spike, I'd probably give his role... I would probably also give him I would give him a three because I feel like there's not enough time with him. If that makes sense. I feel I'm not I'm not mad at that. Um, no 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 no. That's just that's just my that's just my thought. I'd probably maybe three and a half for him, because it's kind of deep. What what you like when you critically analyze Spike's role in the story and you go, oh, he is the stag. He he's the Luffy character that never changes, and the world changes around him. But the focus is revenge, mm-hmm. versus like I want to be king of the pirates. No, absolutely. Like Luffy's a perfect example of combining Yusuke and Spike into a character. Yeah, nuts. No, so I will give um, both of them fours, which okay. uh, like so we'll average out our scores. So that would put uh, Yusuke at a three point five and put Spike at a three point seven five. Um, okay. And my, my reasoning is, like I said, is it's hard for Spike to. This is like a really odd matchup in terms of his role because, like I said, Yusuke is just involved in too much um, on both sides of it. I do like the fact that um, I think it's an underrated thing. I think saving the main character or saving the hero arcs, I don't think there's enough of them, nor mm-hmm. are they all really executed very well. I do like the fact Yu Hakusho starts on a, hey, you got to save our hero because he's fucking dead. Yeah. Um, I also like the fact that Yusuke, while he is the main character, um, he lets other people be very involved in who they need to be. Like during the dark tournament, everyone has moments because Yusuke doesn't just step in and like, all right, strong guy, number, whatever the fuck comes up. Oh, I got to fight now. Oh, another strong guy. Oh, I got to fight now. Like everyone gets to have moments. He trusts his friends. It's not, um, we bitch all the time about Naruto. It's like, okay, it's team seven and it's everybody else. Mm. I think part of that is, Naruto wants to rush in all the time. Well, Kishimoto makes Naruto rush in all the time. And Yusuke is very good about, like, homies asleep during, like, fights where homies almost die. Like, Kramas gets turned into a tree, and Yusuke is taking a fucking nap. It's like, yeah. okay, I, I fuck with you. So, um, so I'm going to give... 
let's see, to make sure I can do this correctly. So Spike got a 3.75, and then Yusuke got a 3.5. All right, backstory. Uh, Yusuke, he doesn't really have a backstory, does it? I was, I was, this is also really awkward because really neither of these characters, like, yeah, it's like Spike's Spike's, is revenge, Spike's is revenge, and that backstory is not like the deepest. Uh, if anything, like those episodes are also really jarring because they're not funny. There's only yes. like three not funny episodes, and they're the three that involve Spike's story. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I and Yusuke's backstory is kind of shoehorned in. Yusuke's backstory is Yusuke's like, backstory is know. he died one day and then came back. Well, that wouldn't even be his backstory because his to me That's at least I would story. argue that's his development. Yeah, his backstory right? has to be like. What's before we get to see them? I'd be savage. I'm gonna give Yusuke a one. I don't think you're wrong. I might be a little nicer, but I don't think you're wrong. I'm gonna give Spike a two. Two and a half. I'll give it a two. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I like, it's, it it's t- especially because like because at I, least at least Spike has a backstory. As cliche as his backstory is. He has a backstory. Man, Yusuke doesn't have a backstory. That's that's a that's a yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't remember seeing Baby Yusuke do anything. His, <laughs> like at least only... Ichigo has a backstory. You know, Yusuke's only backstory is he was friends with Keiko. He fell in a river once. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't remember that. <laughs> It wasn't impactful. He just fell. He just fell. He just literally fell. He got a little wet one day. (laughs) He had to go home and change his pants because he he was a little cold. Like, I'm I'm sticking to my one because I I don't remember. I don't remember a backstory. Yeah, I don't blame. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Okay. That was. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've never really thought of it like that. Because it is, it, he is, like, Yusuke is kind of, um, he's not the most, like, he is, he's a pretty linear character. A lot happens to him, but he's a pretty linear character. Yeah. Um, with really his only, we're getting into development here. Uh, Yusuke's only thing that he really needs to learn is care about someone other than yourself. Like, you're naturally yeah. strong, like, you're a street fighter, cool, you can beat other kids up. Um, you learn that he's also really strong spiritually because he is the whatever descendant of his essentially his great 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 grandpa is a demon king but they only they only have kids every like so many thousands of years yeah and so it's like all right so you're strong you're naturally strong human you're naturally strong spiritually because of this but you are just a punk kid which is fine because he's like 14 or 16 Mm -hmm. like you're, you're a punk kid and he gets more of that um Throughout it, obviously you get it through Keiko, you get it through his friends, you get it even through um like Botan and uh um Koenma. This is once again, this is like it's a man, do you skate and spike just suck? I said this is like, like the worst this matchup. Really, like this is really I so I don't think Spike develops. We we've said it, he's flat. So yeah. for me, Spike's development is a one. 
Um, however, I will say Yusuke does learn to care about other people. Yeah. I mean, like he literally, like I said, he starts off as a punk kid and then goes all the way through. And at the end of the story, gives up fighting so that he can be with Keiko and his friends. This is also proof for any of you wanting to write a manga out there. Your main character don't have to be the shit. You can still no. have a classic show. Well, it probably does like, now. Well, in the nineties, it didn't eat shit. That's yeah. It was just like um, you can have other elements to make it great. Yeah, and both these shows are great, by the way. I, like I'm just kind of oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. characters right now, but like I love both these shows. We're um, talking about like how these characters represent their show as a whole. Yeah, which is like, why I think like how they fit the role. I think that role piece is such an important piece. It'll uh, be better for not these characters. Yeah. Which, so, by the way, you can't spike. I might get smoked by whoever the fuck they see in round two. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they might um, get <laughs> but yeah, so I would give Spike a one for development. I would give Yusuke a two and a half. I'll give him a three. He, 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 has, he gets he gets okay. a girlfriend and friends. I'll give him a three. Yeah. Okay. It's, 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 it's subtle. It's like, it's, it's, we're, we're playing with like old school. Again, like Spike's role in the story is to bring up everyone around him and develop everyone around him. Right. Mm -hmm. But Spike himself doesn't develop. Hence like why Spike's role in the story is so impactful. (laughs) Yeah. No. um, Yusuke his role is to you know also bring up everybody around him but like yusuke it just fights yeah <laughs> like no, it's like it's, it's yusuke funny throws hands that's all he does it's funny because like it's, it's the same reason why like i love Tagoro is because Tagoro is one of the easiest villains ever because it's like homie just wants to fight and he's like what's your power i just get stronger and i grow muscles and it's cool. like it's it's just I'm like I said, it's simplistic beauty. 100% of my power. But he's legit. And he's probably yeah. he's probably the only villain in the night. Damn, he's probably the only villain arguably ever who's like, I'm using full strength. And it's like, yeah, dog's using full strength. Like, there's no bullshit. There's no like, nah, I'm holding back. Like, nah, homie just said 100%. And he won 100%. Um, no nerf, no nothing. Just yeah. 100%. Um, entertainment value. Oh man, I and this is another good part. Spike is very entertaining to watch. It's hilarious. It's all in the animation. Like I'll never forget. I think it was like a, uh, it was the movie, and like Spike whoops someone's ass with a broom. Oh, and he cut out. Oh, there you go. Oh, my back. (laughs) All right, cool. But like he whoops someone's ass with a broom, and he he does it. He like literally just like wraps the broom around himself, and he like. And like the animation's just clean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh yeah, Spike is easily one of like the most entertaining characters out there. Um, yeah, no, he's 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 high. high I give high him I give him like a four and a half. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. No. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Every um, especially when him and Jet play off of each other, it's that like the banter uh, is ten out of 10. the banter is ten out of ten, man. The script like, for Cowboy Bebop is the best part of that show by a mile. Yeah. By a and mile. And it has so much to do with the fact that, uh, like, Jet is very much a straight man. And, like, yes, very straight. Dead, like, deadpan straight dude. 
and uh jet is also a straight arrow but like he's also like he knows how to push the buttons <laughs> and they know how to push each other's buttons like they're both deadpan characters but like they just they play off of each other so well I give it a four and a half. Yusuke, we're going to talk entertainment value. It's all in the fights, right? The, it's it's the fights. It is. Um, he's got. See, this is once again, like, this is one. If we're going just dialogue, like, Yusuke's dialogue, he's got a lot of characters. Spike's tough to beat dialogue though. Yeah. You're not <laughs> gonna beat you're not beating Spike, but I don't like, think Yusuke goes out like a bitch either. Oh, it's definitely not a bitch. I was even watching um uh what do you call it? There's a bunch of videos just like his comeback lines mm-hmm. and like some of the sh- he was just it was just especially for both of these shows at the time they actually originally aired, the kind of dialogue they had compared to other shows of their time. It's like Yusuke's a funny son of a bitch. Um <laughs> We gave Spike a four point five. I'm giving him a four and a half. Yeah, I would say I would to not be disrespectful, and I think to say it's a, a, a five. I would agree. Spike's about a four and a five, four and a half. I I can even argue he's a five. I could probably um, argue he's a five. I put Yusuke right below him at a four. If Spike's a four point five, I put Yusuke right below him at a four. I think I would. He's a funny sound bitch. And the, I might. Uh... And I'm there is to... there is some depth in Yusuke. Um, yeah, it's very it, it's very he he's not like you said he's a smart ass, but there is a um, a really good moment in that Yusuke to girl fight and in some of his dialogue with uh, Genkai is he hates authority because his dad left and his mom is just a chain smoking alcoholic. Yeah, so there's a moment with Genkai where he's a smart ass to her. And that transitions into respect for her. Like a lot of kids, if you got a badass kid, usually you dislike your parents because the one's grounding you, getting you in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And then you eventually grow up to respect your parents and you're appreciative of what they did for you. And then there's the moment with Tagoro where he is squishing Tagoro's wrist in the nastiest sound ever. Um, but homie's just muscles, so there's no bones. And he says, I looked up to you. Let's just say I didn't have a whole lot of guys to look up to but no one could tell you what the fuck to do. And I thought that was cool. And it's like, yeah, as a 16 year old, yeah. like that's some shit you would get into. Like I could understand this. this it, it's simple. You, you, so it doesn't you sold it on well. Him. You sold it on me. I'll give him a four. I agree. Like those are the things where it's like, those are really yeah. simple things. Like they're one liners or one moment, but it's like, yes, this is how a 16 year old punk kid, who got a second chance at life and is having to learn how to appreciate everything. Cause that's the other part of his development. It's like homie was homie. Didn't give a fuck if he died mm-hmm. his first at the first episode. It's like, Hey bro, you're dead, but we'll give you a chance to come back. No, nah, I'm good. Just, just take me. I fuck. I want to live for. Um, so that appreciation for life is huge with him. Maybe, um, maybe I'm going to shift. I forgot about all that. So I think I might shift his development up. Or what, what did I say for his development? They gave him a three. Development, you gave him a two. I gave him, I, no, so I gave him 2.5. I'm going to, let me push it to three and a half. Okay. I like that. 
So then that puts him to a 3.25 because I had given him a, I had given him a three. And then um, for entertainment, I think I'll give him a three. Okay, so 3.25. Okay, so for entertainment, a three. Um, okay, I'm going to go. We agreed on Spike being a 4.5 for entertainment, right? 100%. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to still give Suzuki a, th- a four because, like I said, I think the entertainment value is there with him. It's just Spike's just – Spike's it's like it's hard to beat Spike. Yeah, like you could both graduate from college, but if the nigga gra- graduated from Yale or Harvard and you just graduated from like your local state, it's like there's a little bit of difference. Yeah. So entertainment <laughs> Not much, value. But there is there is some difference. So 3.5 for Yusuke, 4.5 for Spike. Okay. So adding up scores. Okay. Um for Spike, he got a two for backstory, one for development. So that's okay. three so far. Entertainment, 4.5. So 7.5. Um, and his role, we gave him 3.5. So 11. Is that 11? The, yeah. So and this is just total score, not average. Okay. Total score, Spike got 11. For Yusuke, he got one for backstory. Poor bastard. Three <laughs> Just well, see a one. It's like, damn, dog, you fucked up. What, your fucking parents left? Who cares? <laughs> no fucking matter. Yeah, I didn't even think about that as backstory, but I'm like, they don't really put emphasis on his, like, his mom's just there. And he's it's not, like. Yeah. Like, I don't remember seeing his mom ever. And he's not sad kid about it. Like, he's Naruto, not, you know, is like, oh, shit, his parents are dead. Well, he also doesn't resolve any of that shit. That's all. That's fact. So, <laughs> it's like. No, it's he, like got, he got a dad 100 episodes in. Yeah, like, it was never it was never about his like parents and like him. Mm-hmm. It's about what he did. Um, so yeah, so backstory one, development plus three point two five. Okay. Entertainment three point five, and then roll three point seven five. That adds up to six, seven, eight, eleven point five. Is my math correct? Is it? One, 3.25. So 3.25 and 3.75 is seven. Yeah. Plus 3.5 is 10.5. Plus one is 11.5. He wins. They both, see, they both have just a glaring fucking one. Like, Yusuke's got a one backstory, and we said Spike has a one development. Yeah. Okay. That's like the, the big one. Dang, Yusuke wins. I was, With a, he et, he ekes through on that one. See, all you got to do is talk about this nigga. Dude. I love Yusuke, but that I, I love that show. I don't know if I love Yusuke, actually, like, really thinking about this now. But I love that show. <laughs> um, so Yusuke went. So that is our top left bracket. Also, Yusuke, good fucking luck in um, round two. <laughs> but I would also try to switch up the rounds because obviously if we do this every round, we'll, we'll kind of get similar scores. So yeah. I want to kind of change up how we do it for round two. So this okay. is our round one qualifications. So round one, you skate, you move on. Next week, we'll roll a die again and we'll get a new matchup. Um, super excited for Garver Luffy, by the way, for anybody listening. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a that, – that Luffy going to have a tough time with Garver. That's, once again, character for show, and that character has a lot. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I gotta go because I was told about 20 minutes ago dinner was ready. So, <laughs> yeah, I gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, eating is good. Shout out to everybody here uh, at Italkalon980 at Shadow Riley at WillBell underscore interview at 
H uh, Ant underscore HFN, Hard File Network, Instagram, Twitter. Do we got an episode of the Sync this week? Uh, this week, yes. What are we talking about this week? Real quick before we head out. I don't know. We okay. haven't recorded it yet. We have Check to record out a bunch the of scenes. And when they talk about, I don't know. Yeah, it's a great we'll be- show on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Fuck you. Maybe we'll do cats. Fuck it. Don't fuck with cats. Yeah. <laughs>